in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. We've got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast. Look no further as this is the place that brings you the latest news and reviews in TV and film. Mm. Uh, If you're a fan of the podcast, please leave us a review. We've had some already and really, really do appreciate it. It helps us out. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, And follow us on Twitter, join the conversation and keep yourself up to date. I'm your host, Brad, and co-host Connor Motherfucking too. Hello. I just realised as you were speaking, I was nodding, not saying yep. Yeah. Like, no one can see what me. What if you went, do you know what, I will, Bradley. I'm <laughs> going to do a review for you on the yeah. podcast. Yes, Connor, I hope you have. <laughs> and your family members. Uh, yeah, anyway, so here's what made the cut this week for you. The Fantastic Forecast is reportedly locked in. Mm. And we're going to tell you how hyped, or if we are hyped. Uh, we also got a rumour of the MCU current director... That is in talks to direct Secret Wars, the big movie of this century, most likely. Um, we also got a trailer for Bob. Yeah, we did. Look, we have to, we've got to be objective. <laughs> we've got to talk about the movie. So yep. Barbie is in there. Uh, we've got a PlayStation Showcase, Spider-Man 2, Ve- uh, Venom, etc. So we're going to talk about that. And we are going to try and give you the worst comic book character to date. We have 12 candidates mm. over 12 movies, and we are going to bring them to you. I've also got some really cool behind-the-scenes stuff for some of them, which I didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, so we'll bring that to your head. And then Connor is going to try and tell us what is the worst out of the 12. Uh, here we go. News. Okay, starting off top. Notable scooper, my time to shine. Hello, strange name. That's a strange name. Is it because it wants to be ringy? It's a it's a she as well, by the way. Um, my time to shine. Hello, my time to shine. Hello, uh, quite a notable one as well. So it's probably one up there. Yeah, snappy, snappy. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, she has revealed that. Who is reportedly in the cast for Fantastic Four? It's locked in. Let's Ooh. see. So this is the top four. Adam Driver, Margot Robbie, Paul Meskel, David David. Obviously, just go through them while you gather your thoughts, Con. Adam yeah. Driver for Mr. Fantastic, Margot Robbie for uh, Sue Storm, Invisible Girl, Paul Meskel for Johnny Storm, and David David for The Thing. Um, now, I just would like to say they cannot get this movie wrong. Not just because Fantastic Four has failed multiple times mm-hmm. with the latest one of Josh Trank's 2015 horrendous movie, yep. but Marvel need that win. We've said it over and over again. What's your thoughts, Con? If they get this wrong, that's final now. What, for you? Yeah, because they can't continue to get it wrong. And this is going to be their next big thing. Without question. So they can't afford to. So you're wrong. telling me if we if they get it wrong, the podcast is over. podcast is finished. Okay. I'm selling this for £1.50. <laughs> It'll be on our Twitter if you want it. Have a look. Enjoy it. Yep. Uh, look, I, I think not a safe bet. I'm trying to think of a better <laughs> phrase. Not a safe bet. However, pulling in someone like Adam Driver and Margot Robbie, Paul Meskel, who cleverly is on the up and coming like big star. He was yeah. he was a best actor nominee for the Oscars, so he's up and coming. Get him in before his wage bill. Oh yeah. <laughs> Balloons. Sign up contract now, seventeen years. <laughs> Get him Lock it in. in. David David, he's a, a notable um voice actor. Mm. So rather than trying to harness someone behind the prosthetics and stuff, yeah, I just think it might be a good way to go. Yeah, I think so. Two big names. Yeah. Who can and bloody act? They can bloody act. And then you've got two an up and coming and, and uh, somebody who big, big in the game. Yeah, but yeah. Not many people know him, so I've I've never I've never obviously looking at his IBNB for David David. Obviously, he's been in some lot of roles in movies, 
considerably voice acting roles and animated, mm. but um, I never knew who he was. No, and I think that works better when you've got someone who's like, fairly unknown that can work in your favour. So I think that's a good call. 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, right, moving on to another big news. It's quite a comic book centric. We're going to call this a special episode, I think, of yeah. uh, the comic book world because it's a bit of a comic centric one and we're going straight in big next week with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, right, so Sam Raimi... Mm. He is the rumoured MCU director, fresh off of Multiverse of Madness. He is apparently in talks as the favourite to direct Secret Wars. Just straight over to you, mate. I I think I am pleased with that. You sound so on the fence about it. Yeah, he's got a specific style. Yes, good point. I I don't know if it will fit a major MCU film or not. Well, you... What I believe, what I think you're saying is about his type of dark and his horror background. Yeah. yeah. Although we like it when MCU goes dark and tonely, I th- I think I'm not sure he's the best man in the role to c- accumulate thirty nine thousand movies of MCU. Yeah. Because uh, there's, there's something we spoke about on the podcast previously. Uh, he didn't even watch One Division, Sam Raimi. Oh yeah. Uh, in prep for Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Which I found quite disgraceful. That is really bad. Uh, and a big issue with that i know he didn't write the script i know sam raby didn't write the script but their big issue is that is that scarlet witch didn't really feel like she was following one division yeah and i don't know i just don't know if he's the man as good a brilliant director as he is to accumulate and know all the lore and connect the mcu all the dots into secret wars yeah that is tough so this is where the scrolls are undercover is that, is that no that's one? secret invasion oh sorry this is this is the um so you've got kang dynasty well yeah if jonathan majors oh yeah stops his antics this secret wars com this is end game times 10 this okay. is hugh jackman's back will be back as wolverine uh, yeah. patrick stewart will be back from the fox universe you'll have toby Maguire, andrew garfield back as spider-man you're gonna have all the people that have appeared in Marvel movies are going to be back for an Endgame portal moment. Got to get the Russo, bro. <laughs> get the Russo. They can, they can do it. Yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, this is, uh, this is tricky. Because like you say, this is massive. Now now I've sort of explained that to you. I don't want to try and sway your... Mm. your um, I'm not, I've not got my hands around your throat, but... <laughs> <laughs> They're close. <laughs> Tell me, now with this, do you think he's the man for that big, massive project? No, I don't think he is. But in the same token, he's a good director. Mm. I don't think... James Gunn would be right for that. He's got a specific style, and I think that's massive, massive. I think that's I think that's a fair point. Yeah, and I think someone like the Russo brothers, they've done it before, and they've pulled off a yeah. absolute weldy. So they they can do it. And like directors, there's big time directors, and then there's big directors. If you know what I mean? No, I do know exactly yeah. what you mean. Um, what, what I a good point there from Connor is that we because we believe that James Gunn is going to do a good. Superman legacy movie. Yeah. And we think he's a brilliant director. And he is an absolute geek. He reads all comics. He knows everything. Yeah. But so that, that, there's being a good director and then there's trying to handle and juggle all these different characters. Yeah. And I don't know how the Russo brothers done it in Civil War. Yeah. They've done it in Infinity War and Endgame. All three fantastic movies. Yeah, three of the best films. And they're failing in all their other projects. Just come back. <laughs> Come back, Forget your your Agbo production company and yeah. the Citadel on Prime Video, which I'm actually quite enjoying. Get rid of them. Come back to the MC. Yeah, just, just Joe. You know Marvel should just get the contract. Love Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> Put the paper on the desk. 
Right what you want. It's done. Uh, yeah, completely agree with Connor. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll throw, we're going to uh, throw this up on our Twitter with our honest opinion on Sam Raimi. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what you guys think. So head over there at Weekly Cut and give your opinion. Uh, please don't be mean to us. Um, yeah, anyway, right. It's time for trailers. And now this is a mixed bag. It is a mixed bag. Let's start with some good. A little bit different for us because we're a TV and film podcast. Uh, but we're a big fan of the Spider-Man games mm. on PS4 and now PS5. So, Connor, you, you played, obviously, the first one. Yep. And you played Mars Morales. Yes. Which is a bit of a letdown. It even was. Though, even though he, it's so cool, it was like a game that was not finished. It was really short. It was really short. So it? short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I sold it for a week. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the first Spider-Man was absolutely fantastic. There was the PlayStation Showcase. The event was not all right, but there was this was the big hitter at the end. Mm. What did you think of what you saw of this game? So I saw the gameplay footage where the Simba was coming out and he's yes. fighting people. It does look really cool. So good. It looks quite overpowering, though. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll have no troubles. What can you, yeah, what are they going to do against yeah. this black suit? Uh, yeah, com- agree with that aspect. Um, one thing I really, really loved about it. Do you remember in GTA Five? Yeah. I fucking love GTA, man. Uh Remember, you could switch characters from Franklin to Trevor. Yeah. It would just go up, and then you'd be the that person you switch to. You can do this. Oh, that's good. So you could be in Queens with Peter Parker, and you could go and change up and go, right, Miles Morales, and you go to him now, and he might be in Brooklyn or yeah. in the city. That is so good. Perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really good aspect. Craven looks really cool. So for anyone who doesn't know the sort of the story, Craven's doing his hunting things in, in the jungle, um, and I think he's getting a bit bored of his prey. Yeah. Um, and then he's shown uh, Manhattan, and it's got Black Cat, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Miles Morales, the lizard. You've got all these things, and he's enticed by it. Even Venom now, black suit. Mm. Um, there's a, We don't know who Venom's going to be, which is really good. So we saw Black Suit Spider-Man, but yeah. the baddie in this is Venom as well. Uh, so that's going to get attached to someone. I think it's going to be quite a good story. I think it's going to be someone we know. Maybe Ooh. like Harry Osborne or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you, it looks great. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. I, I, I saw the bit where Black Suit Spider-Man throws the, saves the pedestrian, just throws him on the floor. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> really emphasising that he's, you know, he's really not, that his head ain't with it. He's not Peter Parker. He just yeah. chucks him on the floor. Oh, and people have edited the Tobey Maguire, see a chump, <laughs> when he throws him to the ground. But yeah, can't wait. Looks great. It's coming this fall. Uh, when we get a date, we'll we'll pop that in here, maybe in the scrap segment. Mm. Uh, now, ending the trailer segment with uh, Connor's most anticipated summer movie. Yep. That is the live-action Barbie. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this film. I, wa- I just watched the trailer again. Oh, you watched just now? Yeah. And I, I, I think it's just garbage. But I think it's going to be very message-heavy. Yes. Go to the real world. You don't... Girls don't need to look like Barbie. You can... Be whatever you want. Be Barbie, yeah, go yeah. to the real world and see the the corporation trying to keep the pretty girl image very much alive, and it's yeah. not happening. It's got a lot of that. Yeah, Will Ferrell will be fun. Yeah, I love Ryan Gosling, but I think he'll be annoying. <laughs> and Margot Robbie, I think she'll put on a good show like she does. Well, he's broke that down fantastically. Uh, <laughs> I, I do actually agree with you. I, I know what they're trying to do, and there might be some. There will be some funny moments. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, I mean, I was quite a big fan of Disenchanted. No, Enchanted, the movie. Oh, yeah. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. So you had James Marsden and uh, what's her name? Amy Adams, didn't yeah. you? They come to the real world, but they're so charming still and innocent. And that's basically what's going to happen with 
you know, Ken and Barbie in this. They're going to be in the real world. Someone slaps her ass. Yeah. Um, and that's not goes, acceptable in the real world. That's not, you can't do that. No, in the, that's, that's not our real world. No, when I saw that, I thought, what the fuck was that? Jesus yeah, Christ. Nah. I'll be fair play to you, mate. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's going to be very message heavy. There'll be some funny moments. But will it pull off a great, great film? I can't see it. Mm. I can find it being very annoying. Yeah, I think it will. But we'll see. Uh, Oppenheimer comes out the same day as that, so I think me and Connor might be busy at the cinema with the other movie, Uh, but we'll see what we can do. I think we agreed on the podcast, if Barbie hits uh, 85% or higher on Rotten Tomatoes, both audience and critic, we have to go see it. Oh, yeah, so we'll do back to back. So hopefully the fans can help us out and uh, you know ruin it down to 70% or something. Uh, right, that is us for the trailer segment. It's now time for something I'm very excited about. Ooh. It is our 12 worst comic book characters. Now, Connor, feel free to stop at any time. Pull up the image on your phone if you wish. Yep. Um, you've definitely seen all of these. I'm going to give you some behind-the-scenes stuff. Not on all of them, just on some. And then we're going to go through and kind of tell me if the one that started it is worse than the one worse than the one I just said. Okay. Yep. So, for example, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to start with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool in Wolverine Origins 2009 movie. My God, that is one of the worst movies ever. Yeah, shit. Uh, okay. Whilst Connor gathers his thoughts, a little bit of something interesting here for you, the listeners, and us. Ryan Reynolds first became obsessed with the character in 2004. He was sent Deadpool comics by an executive uh, studio head at another major studio after they saw Ryan Reynolds in Blade 3, which is another awful movie. But he was very quippy in it. Uh, I can't remember his character's name now, but he was very quippy. And then he got the comics, and this is now a quote from him. The first issue I opened up, I'm not making this up, I was on the panel, like in the comic. It said Deadpool was saying... I look like a cross between Ryan Reynolds and Sharpay. <laughs> and I was thinking, Jesus fucking Christ, this is destiny. Yeah. So that is what started his obsession with yeah. the character. Uh, so, Con, straight over to you. What did you think of Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, in this movie? Um, Ryan Reynolds is a lucky boy <laughs> to get the, the role going forward. Because um, it is... You that's, sent me the image the other day, That's really you? fair. That's yeah. a really fair point. It, it's stinky. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, I... I I've got some stuff to... I'll just sort of remind you here. The first part of the movie was okay. Not the movie, sorry. His portrayal of yeah. Wade Wilson. So he wasn't Deadpool at the start. He was just a merc with a mouth, which is what he's known as. And then they removed that mouth at the end. Um, but he was quite funny and quippy at, yeah. you know, at the start. And it's it's all right. It's not great, but it's all right. But then, yeah, we're specifically talking Deadpool at the end versus Wolverine with, you know, he's mutated. He's got katana swords coming out of his knuckles. Yeah. He's got Cyclops' heat vision. Or just look, laser vision. He just looks shit as well. <laughs> yeah. Looks shit. It looks awful. Uh, a couple of things here. You'll remember in Deadpool 2, um, Ryan Reynolds actually kills uh, that version of himself in the post credit scene. Oh, yeah. As a laugh. It's yeah. brilliant. Um, and Reynolds actually revealed in an interview that when he spoke to the producers about Wolverine's Origins after being cast in it and reading the script, he said, you guys, people are going to go nuts over this. And he was like, I know, right? And then I had to say, no, 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 they will go nuts in a bad way. It's shit. Um, but he still felt if he passed up on the role, he would never get the really? chance in the future, which he now has done. Yeah. And it's fantastic. At least he knows. <laughs> At least he knows. At least he knows. You know, uh, he's, he's very self-aware in he, Ryan 100%. Reynolds. 100%. So, right, that's the first one. Right. 
Now I'm coming in with another one. You tell me if this one is better or worse than Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Uh, I think that, <laughs> whether that goes long, I don't know. <laughs> right, Halle Berry in Catwoman. Uh, oh, yeah. You might want to pull up the image. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say is Halle, Halle Berry is fully aware how bad this movie is. Something that people may not know is she actually went... Do you know, do you know what the Razzies are, Con? The shit awards. Yeah, yeah the shit yeah, awards. Yeah. She actually went and accepted her Razzie for the worst actress because of this movie okay, and no. said, I agree, it's fucking shit. Yeah, I've never actually seen this movie. Have you not seen the movie? No, but I've heard such bad things about this film so god uh, it's like unreal <laughs> i'm gonna tell you something which you're gonna love first of all which is really bad and this isn't a joke um she's not even selena kyle she's called patience phillips oh good what your whole Catwoman movie yeah. and she's not even called selena kyle or based on that character at all so good start so that that's just shocking in my yeah. eyes and then just bef- i'll end it on this um and then connor can tell me if it's better or worse uh just is just based on the, the the film for now the villain in it sharon stone her power was that she had cosmetic face cream that would make her face indestructible oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. It's not even worth the film. I'm not even going to watch this film. No. Everyone might. 8% Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Is it actually? No, it's... Oh, my God. 8% Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I'm Uh, going to go, that's worse. Fair play. Simply because at least Deadpool stuck true to the character. Not this shit. I've written that down. That was going to be my... That was going to be my... What's the word? I was going to try and counter you because I thought you'd go straight away Deadpool because it's so shit. But that is so true. At least half of the movie was somewhat related to Wade Wilson. Yeah. This wasn't even Selena Kyle. Why change your name? That makes sense. Useless tits. <laughs> right. Uh, moving on. Toby Kebbell, Doctor Doom in 2015. Uh, now, this was the guy. Definitely pull up the image yeah. of this. You'll remember it. Um, now, you, I, I assume you think that movie's shit, right? Yeah, really yeah. shit. So if you just type in Doctor Doom, Fantastic Four 2015, it will come up. What the fuck was they doing with this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, it looks shit. <laughs> I watched this film once, and as I was watching, I was like, oh, this is rubbish. Holly, because Holly loves Fantastic Four. Oh, so right, I watched okay. it, I was like, this is a drag. Um, that is poor. <laughs> God is just looking in disbelief. Yeah, that is, uh, what have they done? Uh, what, what I hated about this, and, and do you know what? I am going to say something up top, because I know we're all having laugh and you know fun and, and games here, which is, which is fine. We're all having a good time. Mm. What I will say is, poor Josh Trank. Uh, apparently the studio did butcher this movie yeah and they cut out so much and apparently uh, dr doom toby kebbell's dr doom was the biggest sacrifice of it all so a weird fact is toby kebbell actually said in the movie that was released in cinemas he's only acting twice in two scenes where doom is present because they cut everything and oh. the others the rest is just cgi uh, so he said I could give nothing to the character nothing yeah. to the role and also he was like a little hacking stupid boy yeah. rather than being Victor Von Doom this big brutal Latvian dictator yeah um, look shit movie not much more to say on that um, apparently that Josh Trank had like a mel- mental breakdown Josh Trank sorry on set and done like hundred grand worth of damages to his rented property. <laughs> oh, you know, took that much of a toll. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. Uh, so Connor, Toby Kevill, who we love, by the way, brilliant yeah. actor. Um, rock and, uh, probably the best role. He's a uh, rock and roll other the, you know, drug overdose guy. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this? Best, better or worse than Patient Phillips, aka Catwoman? See, I want to go better, but simply because I haven't seen Catwoman and I've seen this and Doctor Doom's 
possibly one of my favourite villains. You have said that multiple times on this podcast. I think I'm going to go that because that is a destruction of a character. This is your prerogative and it's your right. Yeah. So we're going at the minute. Toby Kebbell's Doctor Doom is currently the worst comic book character adaptation. That is destruction. Right. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell's Batman and <sighs> Robin, uh, 1997. Right. Gather your thoughts. I'm going to just go through. It's going to take about 30 seconds. Just going to bring everyone up to speed. Why the fuck was George Clooney in the mask? Okay. Yeah. This is what happened. So let's start with Michael Keaton's Batman and Batman Returns were world renowned. Box office hits. Critic loved them. Audiences loved them. But studio Warner Brothers decided they were a little bit too dark and they didn't like it. So they said, Tim Burton, sorry, mate, you're out. They didn't like the gothic type nature of it. So they got in Joel Schumacher, who then brought in Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then them two, on set of Batman Forever, with Jim Carrey as uh, the Riddler, hated each other. They didn't speak on set. Oh, so that works. Then. <laughs> so the, dire- the director and the star. And Joel, I remember an interview Joel Schumacher saying, um, oh, can't stand the guy. Absolute child. But, but great Batman. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That did that did really go well. John Schumacher stays and then gets rid of Val Kilmer. Mm. In comes Mr. George Effin Clooney. Yep. Uh, now, Con, what, what's your take on the you know you know the Batman nipples, the, the suit, him and him? Right, what did you think? I think it's um, shit. <laughs> I think it's really shit. I was um, can't wait, it must have been a couple of months ago. I was editing a video for the pod. Oh, I know what you get. And it's, it was a clip when there is a skating bit. Yes. Oh, it is terrible. It's probably the the worst adaptation of Batman. I completely and utterly agree. Yeah, I don't know why they... He even know. said... Uh, do you know, uh, George Tony actually apparently reimbursed... Well, he said it actually, so not apparently. He reimbursed uh, some moviegoers that saw the movie. Because oh. he said, I agree, it's awful. Um, and he said, one thing he also said, I think it was on George Clooney. Uh, sorry, it was on the Graham Norton show where he said he he really thought he destroyed the franchise forever. Like it was that bad. He felt so guilty yeah. and, you know, affected him mentally because he thought he ruined Batman. Um, but they all wanted to try and do the, the campy, you know, the Adam West 60s show. They really wanted to try and get that in, but it was it just was awful. Terrible. Uh, yeah. So uh, one thing I will say, I'll just re- remind people of the, the scene. Do you, remember, do you know he had a Batman credit card? Do you remember that scene? Yeah. So uh, for people who don't remember, he's bidding for Poison Ivy and people are going, 500,000, 1 million in the crowd in Gotham. And he goes, 5 million. And then Chris O'Donnell looks at him and he goes, I never leave home without it. And it's a back credit card. Product. Are they taking? That is is a piss take. Uh, Okay. I'm going to leave it there, Connor. At the minute, you're Toby Kebbell's Doctor Doom. Yeah. Big um, character that means a lot to you. Yeah. Uh, was George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell's interpretation of Batman and Robin worse or better than that? I think I'm going to say worse simply because the size of the character of Batman. You're making some fantastic points today. And yeah. to almost destroy the whole thing single handedly and your little Robin mate. <laughs> Is um, a travesty, and you're a good cat. You're a good actor as well. Yeah, yeah phenomenal actor. So there's no excuse. Yeah. So and because we had the Michael Keaton one before, that was before, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it started with Michael yeah. Keaton, and then went into Val Kilmer, and then went into George Clooney. So to get that shit, yes, <laughs> yeah, you're worse. I completely agree. Okay, Connor has spoken. Uh, now we're moving on to oh, this one. I find this one hard. Ooh. This has been a good good conversation between me and you. Mm. Um, I've put it in. 
Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Yeah. In Batman vs Superman. Uh, a film that I actually really, really loved, The Ultimate Edition. Um, wh- what was your opinion on him? Just straight over to you. Did we get much of him? Not particularly. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, he, we got, we, I mean, the fact that he had long hair was just really infuriating. Yeah. Why he wasn't bald. Um, but they tried to go over younger, the start of Lex Luthor, and I'm not sure it particularly worked. Um, we got we got some good scenes. He was uh, he felt like he was always one step ahead. So mm. do you remember the it was quite a good scene actually where he's throwing the pictures of Martha down at Superman. Oh and yeah, he's got so he knew he was all along. So I, I liked that aspect. He was yeah. clever. He was ruthless. But I felt like he was a psycho in terms of like almost Joker esque, not Lex Luthor. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I liked him because it was Jesse Eisenberg, and that's nothing against Jesse Eisenberg. Great actor, but. I don't. I don't think he was right for the role. And it was how far along was it after Social Network? Because that's when he was. Yeah. His yeah. Uh, so David Fincher's Social Network must have been must must have been at least seven years after that. So he was, or even longer actually. I think Social Network was be- well before it. Yeah. But this was two thousand and I'm pretty sure it was two thousand sixteen yeah, Civil think, War. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, this one. So I think two thousand sixteen. Yeah, correct. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. And I think that was a lot of people's issues with it is that mm. you look at Jesse Eisenberg and you look at the character of Lex Luthor and they just don't go. Yeah, it didn't work. I wanted a, like you said, Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor. Yes. This, like, the age that everyone knows he is yeah. and just menacing, not some little dweeb. Trying to be like, yeah, I really thought he was trying to be Joker. I don't yeah. get it. I really didn't get it. But it's a, it's a shame um, because I mean the movie's good, but they got I think Zack Snyder got that one wrong. Yeah, I think so. I'm um, apologise. Yeah. So uh, straight over to you, Com. What are you thinking? Uh, Batman still. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Batman I just wanted still. to throw it in there. Just wanted to throw it in there. Uh, right now, uh, this one comes of a clip. Uh, this one is Mister Vinnie Jones's Juggernaut in X Men's Last Stand, 2006. Uh, I think it's probably a good time, if any, to just play the clip. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch! What the fuck is that? That is the worst thing I've seen. Oh my god. That is Vinnie Jones as well makes it worse. And what, what infuriates me, because I'm not even a big believer in, oh, it must be comic accurate, it must be. But why are they so obsessed with showing his face in this? Yeah. It, juggernaut doesn't have an open face helmet, so why do we need to know it's Vinnie Jones? Yeah, that is... That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. That is really bad. How old is that? Uh, that was 2006, I think. Let me just double check. Yeah, that came out in 2006, uh, X-Men The Last Stand, uh, a movie that's not really liked by, uh, you know, Marvel fans or comic book fans. Yeah. Um, and that is atrocious. That is a joke. That is like, the director's your mate. I'm coming in, give me a part. Yeah. Give me a line. <laughs> that is shit. That's going straight in, by the yeah, way. Yeah, fair enough. It's, going, it's yeah. going straight in. Yeah, uh, that's embarrassing. I think that might have to be a clip for the Twitter to see what you <laughs> think if that is, because... It is just shocking. Did anyone, anyone enjoy it? Did yeah, exactly. anyone out there, if I can have a goal before I leave this earth, did, can I find one person that really liked Vinnie Jones's portrayal of Juggernaut? And who wrote that line? <laughs> who wrote that line should never write again, ever. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Uh, okay, I think Connor's, uh, he's already mentioned it and I completely agree. Uh, at least we got a good CGI version in Deadpool 2. I yeah. really liked him in that, which was voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Really? Good facts, yeah. Sure. Uh, right, moving on. Uh, something you watched a couple of months ago, I think, Connor. The end of it, anyway. Uh, Galactus in Fantastic Four, mm. 2007, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. 
now, it's not as so much as it was just a shit portrayal, sort of. <laughs> I, I can't get my head around why they chose to do a massive cloud. Yeah. I don't get it. That is really... When you told me what it should have been... Here's a question for you. Do you reckon... Was it? Was this a cop-out? Was CGI at the time not ready to do a massive, you know, comic-accurate, humanoid-looking Galactus world-eater? Mm, maybe, but I think if that's the case, then don't, don't do that storyline. Yeah. I think do another storyline. And they must have had a big budget. And Lord of the Rings was before this, and that looks fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> they probably could have done it if they wanted to. I tried to defend them, Cod. I tried. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I don't know why they went down this route. The film isn't renownedly loved anyway, mm. but I just think that is just, it looks awful. Yeah. And I don't, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say this is up there one of the worst in terms of like that, what we just fucking witnessed, had yeah. to put ourselves through in terms of juggernaut. But I just think it was such a shit decision from the studio director, whoever decided this. Um, so where does this land for you? Is it mm. worse or... No, it's not worse then. Fair no. enough. But like you said, it's a big cop-out. It is. Yeah, they've took the easy route. When you know where it should be and yeah. you get a big cloud. Yeah. Like this is... Like you said, don't do it. Yeah. Just, just do Silver Surfer. Yeah, do that. <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to do good actors yeah. if you can't do it. It's, it's no shame in that. Just tell <laughs> us. Uh, right. Next up. <coughs> now, this is one. I don't think... See, I'm going to make a, a guess. I don't think... Connor's going to say it's worse, but I do know Connor hates this Ooh. next. Uh, I've put down here Mark Ruffalo's MCU Hulk. Oh, okay. So let's just have a little chat about that. Yeah. So uh, let's let's go back to the timeline. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Avengers 1. Fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah, very good. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, Hulk. Brilliant. That really yeah. got me. Uh, okay, then we're going to fast forward. Uh, Age of Ultron. Hulk. Hmm. <laughs> Hulk, still Hulk. Angry boy. Fantastic, angry boy. Uh, then we get Ragnarok. Now, big change for me. However, I still quite liked it. I did. What yeah. about you? Yeah, I still liked because he was still quite angry. He was still furious. Yeah. But he was, you know, he was speaking. He was two years. I think they said, the director, uh, I think the Russo brothers tried to say that he was like a two-year-old baby or something. Yeah. Because he'd been in Hulk form for two years or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, I still liked it. Yeah, I liked and it. And it was an raging monster. Yeah. Uh, and then the change to Professor Hulk from Infinity War, from getting banged by Thanos, mm. that's the decline. Yeah. Um, and from that moment on, what have you... I mean, how bad is it for you? It's just been a joke of a character. It's not been the Hulk. They've no. destroyed the character completely. They have. That sounds so strong, but I agree. Yeah, you might as well call him someone else. Just make a new character, because if you put them side by side, yeah. you'd think, Mark Ruffalo must be fuming. <laughs> I thought, I've had this character, now I'm this. 100% agree, Mark yeah. Ruffalo must be. Um, it really does annoy me, not even the fact of how they've made Professor Hulk, you know, in, in cardigans with glasses, and I don't, I'm not, I don't care if it's in a comic, I'm just, I don't think it's worked in the MCU at all. But I didn't like the fact how he was scared to come out in the in, in Infinity War, because yeah. he was scared of Thanos, apparently. I think that was said by the Russo brothers as well. It's awful. It is bad, yeah. Even when Phoenix isn't there, he still is not coming out. Yeah, so just, just come, come out. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> Do something. Uh, okay, so I know you're not a fan, Con, but is that better or worse than... Uh, it wasn't Toby Kimmel, we're going Batman and Robin still. George Clooney. No, Vinnie Jones, aren't we? Oh, sorry, we are, Juggernaut. Yeah, we're Vinnie Jones. Is that worse or better than Vinnie Jones' is, I'm the Juggernaut bitch? Vinnie Jones keeps Vinnie that Jones. title. Yeah, that's going to be hard <laughs> to take off him. Fair enough. Uh, okay, we're coming to the last few now. Oscar Isaac's Apocalypse. Um, now, I'll just say something really, it's come out in 2016 as well, 
Um, I feel really sorry for Oscar Isaac. Do you know he couldn't even sit down on set? His prosthetics he was wearing for Apocalypse, he had a special thing that he had to lean against all all day. Uh, Great actor, but this didn't work. Apocalypse did not work. What film is this in? Uh, X-Men, sorry. X-Men Apocalypse, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You you remember he's the blue Egyptian thing. Yeah. And Apocalypse is this brilliant character from anyone who who watched the X-Men 97 shows or whatever. Um, 90 show, sorry, 97 is what's coming next. Uh, yeah, just an utter foul of a villain. Yeah, that's a, it's a shame when you've got big characters like this and big actors yes. just completely flop. Well, he's, he's, I mean, I know Mag, people are going to say Magneto, but he chops and changes like the wind in terms of good and bad guy. Uh, this apocalypse is like the X-Men's, you know, Thanos and, yeah. you know, and it, it, it really, really fouled in terms of that. Uh, some parts I really liked, but some parts I didn't. But yeah, this, it's just got it all wrong. He's just a normal geezer in a blue makeup. Yeah. He's supposed to be this yeah. massive thing. He just looks an uncomfortable fella. Yeah. He probably is thinking, fuck, yeah. he's just finishing yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the bag. I'll get paid and I'll piss off. Yeah. Uh, Gun do Star Wars, which he <laughs> went on and done. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in, but I assume it's not going to be Juggernaut. No way. Fair enough. Uh, okay, Topher Grace's Venom in Spider-Man 3. And now, yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi, spoke about him earlier. Yep. Um, I mean, Venom, like in Tom Hardy's interpretation, supposed to be this big, brooding character. Topher Grace just wasn't that. No. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've not got much more to say. He didn't, I mean, he had the teeth, the sharp teeth, but he was, again, he was trying to be like funny and quippy and even goes at one point and gets Mary Jane, Kirsten Dunst, and goes, oh, my spider sense is tingling. And it's like, is he a camp venom then? Yes. Because <laughs> uh, this, this was the first first time we saw this character, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So everyone was so excited because it was like, oh my God, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Off the back of Spider-Man 2, which is one of the best comic book movies ever. We're getting Venom as the villain. It's fantastic. Yeah, this was... Think, if you think about it, this was quite bad. <laughs> How it was let down. I mean, you had yeah. Sandman alongside it, which was hardly great. Yeah. But yeah, um, not good, Connor. But where does it sit for you? Does it beat <sighs> Juggernaut? See, it's tough because, for me, that's the first time we see Venom and coming off the, the first... Back of the first two. Yeah, great movies. You're expecting massive things. Yeah. It just didn't <laughs> deliver. But Vinny Jones is hard to beat. It's hard. It's hard to beat. I, I think I've got to stick with Vinny. I respect Connor sticking to his guns. He's making his decision. Uh, the next two I'm just going to throw out um, as two. I, I can't see him beating it, but they're quite recent. I just wanted your take on it. I did put in Corey Stroll's Modoc in Quantum Mania, <sighs> and I did put in Taskmaster from Black Widow as well. I thought two really shit villains. Really bad. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what do you, you think of those two? <laughs> Corey Stroll's one. I'm on the fence here. Because that was really bad. The CGR was atrocious. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. His character was a joke. Yeah. Showed his little bum at one point. But then when he's in the gold mask. Quite menacing. Yeah, it didn't look bad. But that is really bad. It is so bad. But is there any part of Vinnie Jones's juggernaut, Flint Marco? Is there any point does he come across good? No. No. <laughs> but then Taskmaster is just a pointless... That was. I, could you even call it a villain? It was shambles, yeah. absolute shambles. Oh, this is tough because I because I despised Modoc in that film. Yeah, because I thought we're twenty twenty three now. <laughs> you should be able to pull that off. Better. There's no excuse. Yeah. I agree. And, uh, and then budget. he went good at the end as well. Yeah, he went good at the end. So yeah, it, it was a shocking, shocking villain. Uh, so Connor, I'm gonna need. I'll give you twelve, twelve shit, fucking shit, comic book yeah. adaptations of characters in film. Give me your worst. 
Billy Jones. Billy Jones. Juggernaut was got Fair enough. Followed close second was Modoc. And he is the juggernaut bitch. Yeah, so, he is the juggernaut fair bitch. Enough. Okay, uh, that settles it. We're going to throw this up on the Twitter as well. So uh, come and have a listen, obviously, if you'll tell your friends. Uh, and then tell us what you think. If this is the worst, you agree with Connor? Is he a mm. dick? Who's kind of been a dick to Vinnie Jones? Maybe. Maybe. Is he going to knock on my door and knock me out? Probably. Vinnie, Vinnie Jones' cousin's <laughs> going to come for you on Twitter. Uh, tell us what you think is the worst. Is there any ones we missed? We could probably do another episode on it. Um, but for now, let's move on to our segment, What is on Our Screens? Tell me! What is on your screen? You've been busy, though, so I'm assuming yeah. not a lot. Yeah, it's hard because I'm working full-time in the office You now. are. Back in London. Right home. But I've been watching um, King of Collectors. Oh yes, on yeah. Netflix, really good. I should watch that. I love you. Like it that, just yeah. hooks me, and some of the things that sell is like madness. Yeah, fair that's worth watching. And I watched, started watching. What's it called? Like Pitmasters or Barbecue? Oh my god, that makes me so hungry. That program. Yeah. Oh, I actually can't watch it in a minute. I'm trying to diet, and I can't watch <laughs> oh, it. It's so good. But yeah, watch. Start watching that last night. Brilliant. And oh, the other night we watched Fast and Furious, uh, the last Paul Walker one. That's seven. Was Jason Statham the yeah. main villain? Yeah. Seven. Fantastic. Seven. Yeah, watch that. Brilliant. Yeah, but it's um, far-fetched. When they, when they come out of the planes, when they all back out of the planes, yes. Holly's, Holly's mum actually went, yeah. what the fuck is this? Oh, what, and they parachute down yeah. onto the road? Yeah, yeah. because she'd stupid. never seen it. And then he, Paul Walker, runs up the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the big lorry yeah, and, James. and grabs the fin of Letty's car oh. to stay off the cliff. So stupid. Yeah. But, um, that made like $1.5 billion, you know that? Did it? Yeah. Paul's last one. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else on, on the screens? No, that's it. I, I've, I've literally, I've been quite busy as well. I've not got much. One thing I will say I watched in prep for next week was Spider-Man Into the Vi- Spider-Verse movie. Uh, I didn't like it. Oh, I loved it. Ooh, <laughs> no. I to him. Uh, that is a 9 out of 10 movie. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. I put yeah. that on par with experiences I've had of comic book recent years, like the Batman. I think that was a 9 out of 10. I think it's almost perfect. Yeah. I think they are just... It, into the Spider Verse is just fantastic. Oh, they it's get top. It, they get nearly everything right. Um, so we're in prep for that next week. Can't wait for across the Spider Verse because apparently it's better. So let's see. Uh, I think that brings us on now to box of scraps. Box of scraps. What have you got? Um, I didn't have anything, but I thought I'd pull up the um, Rotten Tomatoes thing for Little Mermaid. Oh, I, I don't know. No, because that come out. I think it started strong, but it's now sitting at sixty seven. No, it's not. Yeah, let me see what audience and critics are. Uh, ah, yeah, so, that's good. But I didn't actually, I've not seen it on... Yeah, so reviews, 67%, audience score, 95%. So audience are loving it, but the... Um, critics are not, critics not raving. Critics are not, not raving about I'll have it. To, I'll have to check into the box office, because, I mean, it's surrounded. It's got Across the Spider-Verse coming now. Yeah. It's trying to fend off Fast and Furious, and also Guardians is still going strong. I think Guardians has passed 700 million box time. office. Um, so that is quite tough out there. Yeah, and it's quite a... Because people are still kicking up a stink about of course, it. Of course. So I think if they can avoid it, people will just avoid it. Yeah. I'm not going to it because I can't be asked to sit in the cinema <laughs> and watch Little Mermaid. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, so, I mean, I've, I've only got one thing. What I will say, we spoke a little bit about Deadpool earlier. Uh, Deadpool 3 has begun filming in the UK, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, weird thing is, though, because the scripts are already done, the WGA strike is not affecting it in terms of being able to con- uh, carry on. Yeah. However... Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to improvise one bit on set. Oh. Because he's t- he's a WGA registered writer, so he'd be technically breaking the, the, the strike. Oh. So he can't improvise. He can't do... Whatever's on that paper, they have to rec- uh, film. Yeah. Whatever is on the script, which is an issue. But then I did see something on Twitter. Someone say 
then again, he it's masked pretty much the entire time. They could just add shit in. That's true. So they could think of he could think of a you know I'm not saying he's going to go against the strike, but he could think, oh shit, that's better than what we've got in the script. You know, what Ryan Reynolds is like, yeah. and he could make a note, and then when the strike is over, and it will be over. Um, he can just add that. They can add it in post scene, can't they? Because yeah. he's masked. All he got to do is go look at the camera. Yeah, and then add in loads of lines. And shit, that's the way to do it. That's yes, the way, the way to, to do it. So yeah. they've probably found a loophole. That's why they're continuing and carrying on. Uh, but that's all I've got for scraps. That is the show. Comic yeah. book heavy. Like I said, we're going to throw a lot of this out on the Twitter. So don't miss it. Go check it out and get your say in. Mm. Um, we will, as well said, we reply to everyone. We've got twelve thousand strong, and we've got such a good community on there. Yeah, it's good. We love it. Um, and now next week, we're starting to get into the summer groove now. Next week, we've got Across the Spider-Verse, as well as all the trailers and news. So for now, thank you for listening. And thanks for having us in your ears. <laughs>